am super excited. I have two very special guests on today's podcast. The first one is Kevin Brandt, and he is the executive director of Trusted Choice. And I have Casey Connors, who is the vice president of marketing operations for Trusted Choice. So let's start for those who might not know what Trusted Choice is. Let's talk about what it is and how it helps agents. Morning, Debbie. Thanks for having us. Trusted Choice is the national consumer brand for independent agents. It was created by the big eye in the early 2000s um, as a way to help independent agents brand themselves collectively as one thing instead of 30,000 individual things. So we create all kinds of common brand message around the value that an independent agent brings to their clients. We also provide marketing resources for our, our member agents to use in their local communities and promotion of their own individual agency. Uh, in addition to all of the other wonderful things that the big eye does for our members, Trusted Choice really helps our members survive in turbulent times and good times alike. What are some of the things that Trusted Choice is doing for agents today during the pandemic? Yeah, a great question, Debbie. A couple of things. Um, I think first off, we're thinking about how agents can remain and transition to have a digital presence. We know that while some agents now are fully at home and changing how they do business, uh, that a website is a true place that consumers are going to find our agents. So, you know, we always have worked with agents on how to, you know, improve their customer experience and their website and then helping navigate in this time. And then I'll also let um, Kevin talk a little bit about something that has been, you know, supporting agents in this time, our, our Trusted Choice Relief Fund. We're in interesting times. And while most independent agencies have pivoted quite well to teleworking and continuing to serve their clients um, while not being physically in the office, there's a lot of smaller agencies out there that are struggling. And uh, of course, you know, a lot of their clients are also struggling. So that makes it even harder to keep afloat. Trusted Choice has established a, a relief fund that's designed to help independent agencies in uh, this difficult time providing grants for the purchase of technology that allows them to better serve their clients while not in the office. Uh, it's going to replace some lost income that they might be experiencing due to the downturn in the economy. And in times, it's helping perhaps keep that staff going for a while while they're trying to recuperate revenues. So we have a, a fund that was established through the partnership and help of several carriers, Progressive foremost, and a few others allowed us to, to create this fund and issue grants to agents across the country. It's about two weeks old right now, but we're churning away and our first tranche of grants go out today. That's totaling just over half a million dollars worth of grants. And we continue to process the thousands of other applications that we've received over the last two weeks. So we're excited to be able to provide this support to our members and certainly help them through this difficult time. What's the criteria that you're looking for when you're giving out the grants? The guidelines on the program is they're actually pretty broad because we, we realize that there are a lot of factors that are impacting independent agencies right now. Predominantly, the, the largest percentage of the grants that we're giving out is really for the acquisition of technology to allow these agencies to continue their operations remotely. Things like server upgrades, you know, an upgrade from a presence-based agency management system to a cloud-based system, 
uh, laptops, headsets, um, that kind of stuff. So, you know, a large portion of those expenses initially out of the gate were, were having to do with technology purchases. And now we're starting to see, you know, a lot of grants, grant applications where agencies starting to really feel the economic impact of, you know, a lot of their commercial lines customers are not able to pay premium. So there is definitely charge back on commissions and lost revenues on new clients as well. So uh, that's sort of the second wave of grants that are coming in now is due to the, the loss of revenue. That's awesome that you're able to do that and you've put that together. I think that's going to be very beneficial to a lot of people. Casey, I want to go back to what you were talking about with respects to the marketing and the website. What types of things are you doing to help the agents there? Sure. Touching back on, you know, what Trusted Choice is as it was started for Big Eye members as a co-brand. The bread and butter of what we do is help agencies in their messaging and content. For example, you know, even Facebook did a study just from March and it's like 50% of consumers are browsing Facebook more often, you know, there's an increase in home streaming. So it's, it's still a time to be out with content. And I think, you know, from a basic example, we have put out just some simple infographics as well as short videos that agencies can share on their social media channels as appropriate that in this busy time that they might not have time and or smaller agencies without a marketing department, just, you know, getting ideas and, and being able to use them and tailor them to their own agency. We're also working on a marketing in a crisis type piece as, you know, this is a, a different than some other types of crisis that our agents are used to going through, whether it's hurricanes or floods, this is much wider spread and, and taking that tone and, and how it's appropriate that really elevating the human side more is very important now. And I think on those lines, in a couple of weeks, we will be launching a series of advertising campaigns that uh, agencies can use. And one of them is very specific to what is happening in the current landscape with COVID. And there will be a personal lines and a commercial lines specific commercials, as well as digital ads and print ads that agencies can customize for their local areas, just showing um, their current clients or potential clients down the road that independent agents are really trusted advisors and they're there to help navigate what's to come tomorrow. A lot of agents don't know a lot about marketing the podcast that I do outside of this one, I found that the marketing episodes have gotten the biggest downloads over anything. And it's like people are desperate for marketing information. Are you doing webinars and putting out pieces on how to specifically do the marketing? We do have some resources on how to specifically do the marketing. Currently, um, we're not doing any live webinars, but I, you know, in conjunction with part of the Big Eye National is state associations. Um, and we've been in talks, you know, with some of our states to also, you know, do that as, you know, also marketing is so important to be specific to your local area, you know, and that can vary. Another area of the Big Eye, the Agents Council for Technology, they recently had a meeting and they did a session on the digital presence in this time that is available um, to watch after the fact. And, you know, that got a great response. So I think, you know, we're also being mindful of the noise out there on how to handle this, but, you know, continually looking for other ways to help agents in that. Because I think you're right. It's, you know, they don't have the time. They, you know, where can we go to just make this easier for me? You know, with you bringing up Facebook and how more people are on Facebook right now, advertising on Facebook could have potential, not for everyone, but for a fair number of agents. And a lot of people just don't even know where to get started. Sure, it's easy to put a post up, but that's the basics. 
What else are you doing? In addition to the um, the new campaigns that Casey had mentioned, we continue to create a library of content for agents to use in their social media. It's all timely, relevant information. We have a bunch of resources on COVID-19, um, working from home. I think we all recognize that marketing is one of those topics that uh, the independent agency system can use a lot of help in at times. And you typically, uh, an agency doesn't have a dedicated marketing person on staff. And so sitting down to actually write and create this content is, it just doesn't happen. It's time consuming. It's a different discipline than um, what they're used to. And so we have a team of people who that's all they do is create this content that uh, we produce with infographics and blog post material and you name it. So it's ready made. It's vetted from a, uh, an insurance standpoint and it's ready to go. So we continue to build out that library of content for agents to use in addition to the brand campaigns and the training and resources that we provide. So yeah, it's a full suite. Basically, Trusted Choice Resources uh, come as part of a Big Eye membership. And so all of the things that we've mentioned here are part of being a Big Eye member and included in your membership. We also have our consumer-facing website, trustedchoice.com, where agents can upgrade their membership to an Advantage subscription and you know, have a, a more robust presence on our consumer website where a lot of effort in SEO and traffic generation go into bringing the consumer there to that site and connecting them with independent agents. So all in all, it's a pretty well-rounded resource for independent agents and Big Eye members. I want to second the resources that you are putting out there. On Friday, I did some research, so I would have a little knowledge talking to both of you today. And I was impressed with the amount of content that was out there. And actually, in a podcast episode I just released yesterday, I referenced that. You have some great articles sure. out there. And I think that people definitely need to leverage those because putting content out there is huge and not having to create the content is even better. And you've got some good articles. So thanks for doing that for the agents out there. I think that's really good to the trustedchoice.com website. So this was confusing for me. So if it's confusing for me, it might be confusing to others. You're both with the Trusted Choice brand, but you're part of the big eye. If I didn't know much about the big eye, if I was fairly new in the insurance industry and went to trustedchoice.com, I might feel like, wow, that's a, looks like an agency website. And why would I join that? Because they're taking my business from me. So what's the intent behind that trustedchoice.com and where it's really more beneficial to the agent as opposed to competition for the agent? Our consumer website, trustedchoice.com, is there to represent the brand of independent agents. And really its sole purpose is to connect insurance buying customers with the right agent and the right carrier at the right time. So driving relevant traffic to that website so that the agents that do have an advanced subscription there can connect with those clients. And basically it's a, a lead source for them. Focusing on the right kind of traffic is obviously critical. And, and it's a game that the entire industry is playing, spending billions of dollars on media, on SEO and social media and other traffic generation techniques is a challenge. And it's also absolutely critical for the success of the independent agency channel. So for those agencies that look at trustedchoice.com as being a editor to them, take a second look 
And just know that as part of a Big Eye membership, you have the opportunity to have an advanced subscription and increase the lead flow into your agency in a time where doing that on your own is becoming increasingly more difficult given the big players in the space. So basically, if I'm subscribing to that as a Big Eye member, if a consumer goes to that website as a subscriber, if they're in my area, that lead could end up in my inbox. Is that kind of the intent of it? Yes, so that's it correct. is a marketing avenue for or lead generation tool for an agent, not competition for the agent. Correct. Yep. Yeah. And I think that's important for people to understand, because, again, I understand marketing. I understand insurance. And I was like, what are they doing here? So I think that message is really important for someone who might not be a big I member. That could be a huge reason to become a member, to have access to something like that. And you have the money to put behind the SEO, which is huge today to leverage that so that it pops up first in somebody's search as opposed to a local agency's website might not pop up for a while if they don't have the resources with the SEO behind it. Yeah, it's certainly not a replacement for the individual agency focusing on their brand and their marketing, you know, making sure that their digital footprint is optimized for search and they're leveraging the social media channels for their own agency. And those are, are critical things. And a lot of the resources that we provide as part of your Big Eye membership go to help the agency do that. The advanced subscription is really sort of a, the cherry on top, if you will, and connecting that as part of their overall digital footprint is is important. It's one more lead generation source. It's It's one more column on the marketing plan of where they can get business from. What kind of traffic do you get to that website? So it changes every month, and um, that would be a question for our traffic generation team. I know that in 2019, we saw over 7 million consumer visits throughout the year. So I don't want to speak uh, at a turn. I don't have all the data in front of me, but it is substantial and has grown year over year for the last seven or eight years. So that is a huge win for the independent agency system. That's a lot of traffic to a website. The leads are coming from it. That can be very beneficial. How should agents adjust their current marketing in this pandemic? I think it's definitely a balance. I know I think I've I've been reading a lot on how consumers are really looking for information and knowledge base. So I think it is a key thing just to make sure that they are reaching out to current clients just to have that touch base at the additional check-in. But I think, you know, it's adjusting the mind frame from not necessarily being um, overly salesy to being that more knowledge information site. I think it's, you know, understand there's a lot of questions right now on how insurance is being affected, particularly for businesses that might not be so favorable. And so being mindful of providing information and kind of pivot on that, we created a consumer facing separate page that actually holds all the information that a business or a consumer would want to know on how this is overarching affecting. So there's a FAQ on kind of understanding, you know, workers comp as well as, you know, business interruption. And um, it lists all of the HR resources from the CARES Act to the Family First in one place. As we were getting a lot of questions from our members on how they could share this information with their clients. So it's a one-stop website that they can use as a resource and, and share that out there. 
that also, you know, reinforces that there's a lot of nuances to what's happening too. So making sure to talk to your agent. But I think going back to your question on how to market in, the, in this time, I, I, it is being mindful, keeping your human hat on. This is going to evolve for a while and really change how we do business. You know, we were supposed to even ourselves launch a national advertising campaign June 1st that we've been working on for two years that uh, we totally had to pivot on because it would not have been appropriate in this time. And so I think it is thinking about that and how this is affecting people differently as well. And I think everybody is human. So keeping that at the forefront. The frequently asked question, the consumer facing page, is there a URL for that? Yes. Independentagent.com slash stronger dash together. And how would you recommend agents promote that? Because it's content that you've created that they could benefit from. So it's actually not content we've created. I mean, some of it, it's really aggregated resources on what's really they need to know, particularly business, you know, their business clients right now on the CARES Act, Family First Act, the the documentation on that, HR resources, how to deal with this. You know, overall, I think that's been a huge piece of this, of understanding how to deal with this, not only for your own agency in regards to HR issues, but helping your clients through that. At the Big Eye, we have a thing called Big Eye Hires, which helps agencies, you know, obviously in this time, you know, many agencies were looking for staffing and growing their businesses. So that's with a affinity partner that um, helps many agencies with their HR needs as well. So I think from that perspective, there's a lot to navigate overall <laughs> for both an agency as a business and then the agency helping their own clients who are businesses. One of the things associations are usually known for is advocating for their members. What is the association doing in this area? Our government affairs team, you know, obviously there's there's no shortage of issues as it relates to both the legislative side and the regulation side of insurance as it relates to a pandemic. There's a lot of chatter in the small business community, in particular among restaurants and whatever, that thought that, you know, their policy included business interruption coverage for the event of a global pandemic. And unfortunately, the product in most cases wasn't priced to include that. And so had the carriers intended coverage for business interruption, it would be likely that the policy would be harder to afford across the board for a lot of these small businesses. And so while some policies are silent on the exclusionary language as it relates to BI, most are not and actually do exclude the coverage. And so that creates an environment where, you know, a lot of the small business community looks to the insurance industry and where the insurance industry is not adequately funded to be able to respond to to that kind of coverage because it wasn't priced into the product. And so um, when you think about advocacy, you know, it's it's dealing with our legislative partners on Capitol Hill and in the state houses um, respective. It's also dealing with the regulators in terms of um, how our carrier partners are responding. Uh, many of these carriers are going above and beyond their business practices to issue some leniency on payment of premiums. Several of them are investing back in their communities that they serve, um, the agent force that, that represent them. So there's a lot of work being done to, to help the industry keep a positive momentum and help their clients when they're most in need in a way that is responsible and will keep the in insurance industry solvent in the future. So 
No shortage of work on the advocacy side. We do have our uh, legislative conference coming up, which obviously we're not doing in person this year, but we do have quite a few virtual resources that will be available, and we're encouraging our members to set up virtual meetings with their members of Congress so that they can talk about the issues that are important, not just with the coronavirus, but also things that remain important for the insurance industry, things like the National Flood Insurance Program and crop insurance, those types of things that are critically important to the success of the insurance industry so that we can be here to serve our clients in the long run. Just because our members aren't able to fly into D.C. and go visit with their members of Congress in person, we are encouraging that they set up time to to meet with those members of Congress in person, or uh, uh, virtually rather, and and talk about the issues that are important to the independent agency system and the insurance industry as a whole. Are you helping to facilitate those meetings or are they going out on their own? We have provided, uh, I believe, a list of contacts and, you know, list of, of members of Congress that serve on committees that are some tangentially involved in the insurance industry. And so we've definitely encouraged uh, the virtual outreach there um, to a, a number of those members of Congress. I think that's something that a lot of agents need to do but don't do enough of is reaching out to their legislators and connecting with them and letting them know that they're a business and a voice and they have some good knowledge for helping them be more successful. Anything else that we want to talk about here? Um, I think the only other additional thing recently that we put out was on the reviews on Google for your agents. You know, the first step, too, is that I, I do know right now that even Google, you know, they're working at home. So if an agency doesn't have a Google My Business account, that is definitely the first step to make sure that they have one. I do know there's a delay in processing those right now. So if you don't have one, you might as well just sign up for one because there is going to be a delay as, as part of that approval is, is through the mail. That was the last video we really kind of produced internally um, while we could still you know, be face-to-face shooting with, with how to get more Google reviews. Over 90% of customers read online reviews before doing business um, with anybody. It's so it's, it's so important. And you know, now if agencies are at, at home kind of thinking of how their online presence is promoted, that that's something that they can even, you know, work on as, you know, it's simply by asking, you know, if they're still interacting with their clients and particularly after if it's a good interaction, you know, might be a good time to ask, ask for them. I think Google My Business is a basic essential for marketing. It could have been done five years ago. So it's not that you're behind the eight ball, but it's like a basic today. I did hear a couple of weeks ago, and I don't know if it's changed, that the review process has been shut down. Google is not allowing reviews right now, which kind of makes sense because there might be a lot of negative reviews if restaurants are closed or don't have voicemail on or something like that. I don't know if it's been opened back up. I'm sure they will once the world begins to open back up again, but it's yeah. keep that in mind. Yeah, no, yeah, we were we were reading something about that last week, you know. So I think it, you know, it's it's definitely interesting right now. Yeah, has it opened back up yet that you know of? You know, I think I, I don't know if it's fully opened up to be getting reviews. I think my biggest thing was like if, if you're, you know, in this time, they're still processing, you know, if you don't have that business listing. So like even being able to post your hours or updates to that, I think, you know, they are still process, like setting up businesses. When I was reading last week, you know, it didn't seem that that was shut down, but uh, it could be. 
again, I'm not 100% sure. I know it was initially, but I'm not sure if it's still closed. And I think from a Google My Business perspective, what a lot of people don't realize is that's where you should be doing a lot of your posting too. Like a lot of companies think, oh, let's just post on our Facebook page, but post on your Google My Business page just as much as you do on your Facebook page because where are people doing their searches today? They're, They're on Google. Change that cover photo to show your office, show some of your team members, show them working from home, keep those pictures rotating because that's what Google likes. What other types of videos have you done to help the members with the marketing like that? On our side, we recently have hired uh, someone to do videos. So I think, you know, he's more focused on, you know, kind of highlighting our resources, understanding. Um, We have another resource called a digital review, which takes members through 10 pieces of their website from Kevin mentioning SEO, etc. We really also are utilizing uh, our videos to help our members understand with about what we are. That's wonderful. It's all good information for the agents to know about. There's so much noise out there, as you said earlier, that it can make it really hard. Like, what's the right thing for me to do? What's not the right thing to do? So that's excellent. Thank you so much for giving me the opportunity to talk with you about Trusted Choice. It's clear you offer a lot of value to members from the content you're creating, the legislative work you're doing, the training, and all the resources that you provide. The grant program alone is a significant offering to your members. Casey and Kevin, thank you for sharing so much information and being part of an organization that brings so much value to the independent agent. My name is Debbie DeChambeau. I'm the host of the Business of Insurance podcast, and I hope you have found value in this conversation. If you're an independent agent listening to this and you aren't a member, now is your time to join. The programs and the value of Trusted Choice is important to the success of your business. In addition to joining, get involved. Joining an association provides an opportunity to make a difference in this wonderful profession, but most importantly, it's an opportunity to meet other agents. Those connections will add knowledge, additional resources, and it will impact the way you do business. So get out there, get involved, and keep creating opportunities.